For all 140 plus episodes of the Game Central podcast, including bonus episodes, visit gamebanter.co.uk for a complete archive of every single podcast we've ever done. That's gamebanter.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the Game Central podcast. Now, last week, or not last week, the last time we had a podcast, we had a right laugh, didn't we? It was a fantastic time. Right laugh. So we're going to be encapsulating a lot of different things from now on. It's not just going to be games, because let's be honest, this summer, games are terrible. Gareth's going around in his room, on his chair, Sorry. with the, the, you got the one with the wheels on it, and it glides along the floor. <laughs> you know, it's quite nice. He's just been to the gym. So he's probably all sweaty and stuff at the moment. And how are you feeling, Gareth? Uh, I am feeling like I've accomplished nothing and gave up an hour and a half of my life for no reason. A bit like my marriage, but (laughs) an hour and a half. So... So... Well, we just wait in anticipation for the end of that sentence. What do you wear to the gym? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I have like a, some shorts that I wear, so my legs are out. I have a. Are they? A what? Sorry. Batty riders. It's like where your bum cheeks come out the bottom. No, no. I. Denim. Denim's not yeah. the best material for the gym. I have like tops that are made of this like stretchy, shiny material stuff. Lycra. No, no. <laughs> Not lycra, no. Not uh, miles away, though. Yeah, but one of those workout tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like absorb yeah, yeah, yeah. the sweat or whatever. I don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, breathe easy tops. And is it Nike, Under Armour, or is it Sports Direct own brand? <laughs> My other ones are Sports Direct's own brand shit, but this one actually is Puma that I'm wearing right now. Uh, he's getting serious now. Is that to say? And what kind of trainers are you wearing? Um, that's a good question. Let me I'll tell you what. Let me grab it. Okay. I don't know my brands, but it's so it's that one with two women sitting back to back naked on it. Oh my god! One's a man, one's a woman, and it's Kappa. Kappa, there you go. There you go. All right. It's not the one with tick. Tick. <laughs> I don't like. You got any of those trainers uh, without tick? I don't like the lion ones, the zebra ones. I don't like them ones. <laughs> They're not nice. Them zebra. You broke up there, bud. What? The one with jumping dog. Then. <laughs> <laughs> They're going. Let, let's talk about the football now. Iwobi signing for Everton for forty million pounds. Is that a good move, Dave? Oh, I'm going to say no because he's shit. Come oh, on, Dave.
football bants there from the lads, hashtag. Uh, but we'll be talking about games from now on. Gareth, what have you been doing? Today, I played Resident Evil 4 for the first time in a long time. Wow, classic. And exactly. And Mercenaries, best, uh, best side game of all time. Definitely the best reward for completing a game that I can remember. Yeah, but is it the best, like, what would you call it, a bonus game contained within a disc? Uh, what are other examples of stuff like Mercenaries? Well, there's like Tekken Bowl, which people like quite a lot. Oh, which fucking was... yes, Tekken Bowl. What? Tekken Force Mode, was it? Where uh, it was yeah. side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yep. That's yeah, and you had to go through like mazes, and you'd have to like unlock time, and there was like an, an an independent story in it. And I never used to get through like the first mission. It was fucking hard. Three chicken, and he went chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and like they always used to have like mini bosses, and they used to just be um, random bear like enemies with uh, fucking computerized android hats on, and it's like mind controlled bears. Seriously, I'm not making this shit up. Tekken's always been a bit strange, haven't it? It's well weird. It's well weird, but I can't really off the top of my head think of any others. Think of any others. Uh, Smash Bros. Uh, had a bunch. Smash Bros. Melee comes to mind, like the target smash and the Mm. home run contest and all that stuff. That was just side fun. Yeah. I think um, Resi 5 has a similar mode. Didn't they? It's the same. Yeah, cool. It's also mercenary. <laughs> yeah, it's also mercenary. Right. What are you like sometimes? Right. <laughs> just, just, fucking, I don't know, Rob. What am I like? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a burden. Sorry, Rob. You're a burden. You're a burden <laughs> to everyone. But anyway, what I was saying is, Resident Evil yeah. Four. What a game! What a fantastic game! And mercenaries mode. With Krauser, with his bow and arrow, and his disgusting arm. What what lovely game. <laughs> I really enjoyed it today. Um, I'm going to be sending off some games to a an ill person. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I met on Facebook. Um, so I'll be sending some PS4 games. Quite an, And then I painted my sister's room. So, Karma, Chameleon, come yeah. and get me. Do you know what I mean? I don't do it for karma. I don't do it. No, expect- but you're hoping you're 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 hoping you're gonna get a good deed come your way. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, no uh, more good deeds. Yeah, no more good deeds. Uh, airports and traffic lights hit by major power cuts across the UK. That's quite scary, isn't it? Donald Trump smirks as he poses with baby orphaned in mass shooting. Oh, that's a hot. Have you seen that picture? It's Fucking ridiculous. I've just seen it now. Oh, wait a sec. He's got his thumb up and he's smiling next to an orphan that was shot. And obviously, that goes on to our. Oh hot- my god. Sorry. Literally, now I just Googled it. That was my genuine reaction to the photograph. <laughs> yes. He's uh, like, yo, yo, guys, I'm the president. I'm so happy to be here. Mass shooting babies, orphans. Yo, this is not a sensitive subject. PR stunt. Well, as long as that child doesn't grow up playing video games, it should be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't you know that video games are actually the source of all evil? They are. Um, That's what I just but, you know. 
it, I sort of don't really want to talk about it because it's such a overused thing that whenever anything happens, people automatically blame the games. I think um, there was, again, I think I've mentioned it before, there's a YouTuber called Jim Sterling, and I think he, he mentioned it uh, this week in yeah. his video. And it was, he just literally pinpointed it. It was just like, games media recently has had so much backlash due to like, you know, bad working hours, crunch periods, um, you know, fucking these live service games, which don't, you know, they never give you a full game. Like the whole controversy of uh, microtransactions and the fact that a majority of European companies or countries now are like banning gambling mechanics in uh, games yeah. and then Donald Trump comes along <laughs> and just, just gives him a free pass and now suddenly everyone is forgetting all the bad shit that the games media has done this scapegoat has been generated because uh, games are the cause of violence and everyone wants to chat and defend it equally forgetting or you know defending the fact that American gun laws are too lax and then also forgetting the fact that the game's media as a whole has been doing some really dodgy shit for the past five years. So it's just like, it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword. By doing this one media story, everyone just gets into an uproar and then forgets what's actually going on in the world. It's a mute point. Everybody knows it's bullshit, but everyone keeps on defending yeah, I mean, it as if some people pro- believe it's true. One of the problems with the gaming industry is there's not a singular spokesperson and... If you were to ask half the YouTubers, they'd probably start doing a reaction video to it, um, start laughing, screaming, and doing all weird noises. Whereas any other sort of company, like if you were to go into film or you know football or sports, you normally have like a sports person or someone that can coherently defend the medium. But gaming yeah. doesn't have that person. He has people like Reggie Phil Mayanus, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> he kind of put statistics and like the biggest gaming countries based on their murders. And like, I think South Korea was top, and yet they have the least number of murders. So, yeah. and then it, the people with the most number of guns, surprise, surprise, create, create the most number of murders. Exactly. Well, this is it. It's, it's more the fact that no one's arguing against the, or no one's arguing the point that Donald Trump has actually got any factual base to his his allegation. There, it's more of, uh, but people like you said are rising to the occasion to defend games media as if it needs defending. A majority of people should just ignore it and just go, you know what, it doesn't need talking about. But if you do look at the majority of gaming youtuber people they do look a bit unhinged and a bit weird and a bit you know for the violence for violence sake and shooting people and going yeah then you've got call of duty saying oh this one's gonna be really controversial this is before that happened and when you watch a montage on the news of like the no russian mission and things like that yeah like you said they always they always take it out of context exactly you know there's not they forget the fact that there was a huge emotional build-up to that mission. The aftermath of that mission tells you more about the actual, you know, consequences of those sorts of actions rather than, like, anything else. Yeah. But they won't show any of that shit. <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like just take... misquoting, you know, it's misquoting a similar situation in a book 
but they'll never do that. They wouldn't say misquote. Fucking, I don't know. A so war book. And then no, just go, oh, this has got no context with it. And look, he talks about blowing people up and killing people. This book is inciting violence in people. Yeah, if you take well, anything out of context. Yeah, you wouldn't put all the bloody uh, scenes from Drive all together and then go, movies are violent and they make people kill each other. Exactly. Yeah. The, like, I loved John Wick 3, but he might as well yeah. just be wanking a gun off half, half of that film. <laughs> exactly. Well, halfway through he throws it away doesn't he he's like no a gun's too easy I'm just going to start fucking people I'm just going to start bashing people with my fists instead you know because because a gun is just too too quick (laughs) I'm going to start I'm going to start violently beating people with uh, if we talk about glorifying violence that whole film was just from beginning to end glorified violence and I enjoyed it it wasn't like I was sitting there going this is just glorified violence I was enjoying when he was throwing the axes and the knives into people's faces at the beginning. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But it is one of those, like you said, it's like if you take everything out of context and if you boil everything down to just what is presented, without not only are you dumbing down anyone who plays games to think that we do not have situational awareness. Like, you know, I just see guns in game mean guns in real life are good. You know, I don't have any. I'm, I'm, I'm so unhinged, or like I've, I've got absolutely no concept of reality that games feel real to me. That's what that statement is saying. That a majority of people who play games don't have a solid grip on reality, and that whatever they do in a game world is directly transferable to real life. And that's just not possible, because if that were true, then fucking people who play Minecraft suddenly become amazing builders. But the thing is, I kind of can see it happening in the future, though. Like, our generation, we're okay. But the younger generation that are coming up with Fortnite and Apex, it just seems that they're being brainwashed into following these and spending massive amount of money playing it over and over again. And that game doesn't really have context to it. It doesn't really have a story it doesn't have an overarching plot it's just kill 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 no but i get that yeah but like my my point still being is that i'm confident that majority of those children and majority of the next generation still understand that that is a game and those actions in reality have severe consequences and so therefore they won't directly transfer it yeah well you know it's like you said It's just, you know, the people who struggle with that sort of stuff, like I'm talking about, the people who struggle with reality, um, obviously find games challenging. People from Um, Manchester. Hey. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But, yeah, I think those people have always existed. You know, those are still the sort of people who, like you said, if they went and watched John Wick, would seem to think they would idolise John Wick and think he actually exists and therefore want to impress him by you know doing something similar but you know those sorts of people exist everywhere games has just as like much when he influence. come out at E3 they would have gone oh look there's John Wick he's up on the stage he's awesome exactly that's not Keanu Reeves that's John Wick <laughs> yeah, he's a bit John happier Wick. Oh, John Wick is in Fortnite oh <laughs> uh, but anyway Gareth what have you been playing this week 
I've been playing a lot more Monster Hunter, which doesn't really bear thinking about. Yeah, or talking about, it I doesn't. should say. Uh, other than to How say, far have you got into it? Um, Hunter rank 65, I want to say. Um, what monster did you just defeat? Uh, I think the last impressive thing I beat was an Arch-Tempered Kirin. Yeah, you are definitely... F- oh, no, you're... F- yeah, you're further ahead than me. The Arch-Tempered Monsters, they're kind of... I'm not really enjoying fighting them. I might have reached the point in Monster Hunter where I'm like, okay, this is as much as I want to play, because the monsters are I- hard in a way that's not fun anymore. Just know. grindy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my, a lot of the kids at my school said that. They said, oh, we played it until it got to the grindy bit, and then we realised where the game was going. And here's the same monsters, but now it's got two elements attached to it rather than one. Yeah, uh, yeah go kill it again. And you're like, oh. Which is, no one wants to do that. No. Because it. Apart from Gareth. <laughs> Does the story ever end? <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like you, I've you still haven't story. finished. You still haven't finished the main story. Yeah, there's still stuff I haven't done. Like I haven't beat Lunastra. I haven't tried the Behemoth. Oh my god! Thing. I know. Sorry, no. I'm saying that from the point of view because um, me. So me and a group of friends uh, last night was like, oh, maybe we should pick up Monster Hunter again. I reckon we're quite close to finishing the story. <laughs> now you are twenty levels above me. <laughs> Okay, so I am nowhere fucking near (laughs) finishing the story. Well, Dave, you got it on Game Pass. Yeah, I do have it on Game Pass. Yeah, well, there you go. But my point, my point is, is that I don't know if I can be bothered to grind it out. Let me look at my time played on Monster Hunter as of right now. We'll see. Is 148 hours. Oh, that (sighs) is wrong. That is a commitment. That's 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 a livelihood. That's not a game. All right. That's like World of Warcraft esque. Imagine if you spent that much time in the gym. Oh, I'd be <laughs> fucking bodybuilder, mate. But well, you know, yeah. Again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise successful. that either. Yeah. But isn't uh, it a shame? Like, what's the difference? Isn't it a shame when you get to a point in a game where you've played it for 146 hours and you just feel like you've had a bit too much and it might be the end, rather than having that satisfying bang ending that. You know, you've done it, you've achieved it, you can close the chapter and move on. Yeah, I quite like games. See, this is it. A lot of people said, like, I've had this discussion with other people and they keep saying, like, oh, I actually quite like open world games that don't end. I'm like, no, I fucking hate it. That's a commitment, okay? (laughs) That is a never-ending story which has no satisfying conclusion. Okay. No, I see. Thank you. Who remembers that that film? Well, the song was in Stranger Things Season 3, so that's... Yeah, which isn't a very good show. Ooh, fucking hell! I haven't, I haven't watched I season three. I don't think we can discuss this yet. I've just finished season two. Well, but we're a pop culture behind. podcast, Dave. You got to stay up to date. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm majorly behind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like deny that. Uh, just no spoilers, please. I'm enjoying Stranger Things. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as everyone keeps hyping it up to be. It's very hyped. Um, but I think hype. the hype has killed it for me a bit. And this is why I'm a little bit apprehensive of, like, you know, starting and watching Peaky Blinders. Because everyone keeps saying, oh, it's fucking amazing. And I bet I'm going to watch, like, the first season and just hate it. <laughs> <There's the same laughs> because I've got... I couldn't get into it. What's that, sorry? The Wire. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, everyone keeps saying that The Wire's really good. I think I watched four episodes of The Wire. And yeah. I was just like, this is really long. And yeah. it's not going anywhere. And maybe I should give it more time. No. But can maybe... you just suspect that Gareth's talking about Monster Hunter? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, after that, I was more or less done. I'll, I'll play more. But I uh, really All started to feel not like... Well, th- th- I could make my build slightly better, maybe, if I get different armour. Yeah, I think that is the attraction, isn't it? Yeah. I'm putting that in that, that life, like just trying to do a little bit better every time, and then you die. And that's <laughs> life. <laughs> and then it just ends. Yeah. Uh, what indie games have you been playing? What, what, sorry? What indie games? I don't think I've played in a new game in a while. Unless you count Dota Auto Chess. Well, not Dota Auto Chess, because it's not Dota anymore, but Auto Chess. Real phone. <laughs> it's such like we know what you're talking about. You just use all these abbreviations and stuff like we're supposed to go, oh, yeah. Auto Chess is the hot new genre of game. You know, last year it was, it was Battle Royale. Fucking this I'm year Googling it's this. Auto what is chess, it? Mate. Auto, auto as in automatic A-U-T- chess. Yeah. yeah. I'll just double checking. So it started out as a custom map in Dota 2. Yep. Um, and it was getting more people playing it than were actually playing Dota. Be like Battle Royale. Exactly. Um, so the people who make Dota flew the people over from China and they were like, right, just make, just make this. Just make Auto Chess like a game. And, we'll, and they were like, no. So then Valve have made their own Auto Chess called Dota Underlords, which is a separate game on Steam. Auto Chess made a phone app, and they're on the Epic Store now. There's also a League of Legends Auto Chess called Team Fight Tactics. Um, the guys Fuck. who make what they call Tencent, they made their own Auto Chess. Um, it's a big, it's a big deal. Right? Is it literally just chess? What's any different? Uh, you buy pieces and put them on the chessboard in mm. different sort of um, configurations, I guess, and the. Pieces fight other pieces themselves automatically. So it's like oh, picking so pieces, and you, if you have two pieces of the same race, they'll, they'll get a buff or a special bonus, and each piece has do like you its control, own spell. Do you control anything? Into, like, so when you press start and the game starts, is that it? Or do you have like a, you know, a, it's all a multiplayer. manager-esque? style where you just go attack this person um change to this formation things like that no so it, it, it's eight players in the game mm-hmm. um and you're eight all pieces or eight people eight people have their own chess board right and the, right. at the start of each round you buy new chess pieces and you add to your array of pieces but everybody's pulling from the same pool of pieces if that makes sense so if, right. So if I choose a knight, you can't choose that knight. Well, if, so if you if you go for knights and I'm also going for knights, we're both going for the same thing. So there's going to be less for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is what I meant. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you now. Uh, so you buy pieces at the start of a round, and then you choose where they go on the board, and you can give them items. And then the round starts, and you fight a random other player. If you lose, you lose health. If you lose all your health, you're out of the game. Uh, okay. There's an economy, so like if you you gain interest if you have over a certain amount of gold every round, and mm-hmm. if you're on a winning streak, you get more gold. You can sell pieces to get more gold. 
your level pieces up by combining them together. Mm. Are you in bronze? Is that it? Does, fuck you! Fuck you! I'm a bishop six, actually, at the moment, but I don't Whoa. play that much. No. Do you know Yeah, I generally do sound a bit interested. I feel like it would be quite enjoyable to play. Well, no, watch. I'm not very good at these sorts of games, so it'd be enjoyable to watch and understand. It it's, would not be enjoyable to play, because I reckon I'll get very stressed out very quickly. It's weirdly addictive, and I don't know why, but it's addictive enough for Valve and <laughs> the people who make League of Legends to make their own versions. So. I don't know why I like this, I just do. <laughs> well, that's like the best things, you can't really explain why. Yeah, it just happens, true. doesn't it? Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video game music segment. I'm the host of the music segment, Gareth. Uh, I'm not quite sure where I'm going to slot this into this episode of the podcast. Uh, the podcast, like last week's, was very just sort of conversational, a bit more off the cuff. So I'm not sure where you'll be hearing this. But um, for this week's episode of the music segment, and I say this week, even though it's obviously not weekly, um, I decided I wanted to play some music from Super Smash Bros. Uh, you know, they have soundtracks that are like hundreds of hundreds of tracks and everyone is like a custom remix of a track from a classic game and a classic franchise and they really don't get highlighted enough so what i did was i went on youtube and i typed in a uh, smash bros soundtrack and i sorted by number of views and i went for the one with the most views uh, so the one with the most views is Gangplank Galleon Remix from Smash Bros Ultimate obviously uh, it's from Donkey Kong and uh, it's, it's alright I listened to it I thought it was good enough to play in the music segment of the podcast so without further ado this is from the soundtrack to Super Smash Bros Ultimate and it is the Gangplank Galleon Remix enjoy
What's they been playing this week? Um, guess. Metro Exodus. Of course I fucking haven't. <laughs> My God, that's a shot in the dark, isn't it? Sorry. Shadow that's, of the Tomb Raider. It's, it's a good shot in the dark. Uh, right, let me just get it out of the way because you're going to name all the games which I definitely haven't been playing because they're mainstream games that you recommended. So of course oh, I'm going to Oh, sorry. No, no, what so I'm saying is, yeah, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking the piss out myself because you recommended yeah. them and I know that they're good games. I've obviously downloaded shit ones. <laughs> yeah, well done, just to spite yourself. <laughs> yeah, just to punish myself. Yeah. So, oh, Rob's recommended loads of games and so has Gareth. This is great. Oh, what about this? This sounds shit. Yeah, it's yeah. shit. Uh, right, big news is that I completed God of War. Oh, finally. Well done, Fucking hell. Yeah. Do uh, you think it drags on a bit at the end with that whole spiritual bridge thing? A little bit. Um, It was building up to a big old reveal. And then when the reveal came... Actually, we can talk about it, can't we? Of course we can. Yeah, no, I'm just double-checking. I I just realised, oh, actually, no, I'm the person who is fucking late to the party. So, if anything, I should talk about it. Yeah, so when they reveal old... um, Atreus. And then they're like... (gasps) And... I was a little bit uh, like, apprehensive. I wanted to go to and then there would be like two or something and it would be like oh no, shock hole. Um, and then the um, and he said, let's go. I think it sets up the second game or the next chapter quite well. Uh, I loved it. Really enjoyed it. Like you said, I think it just it slowed down. You know, it slowed down a bit. I felt like the last fight with um, yeah, it is, isn't it? I didn't get that long. Um, I think that last fight was a little bit. I think Freya's character just took a turn, and um, I think that's more to the fact that we didn't really see her much. We only saw her as this person who just hates Odin. And by the way, I'm a Anyway, um, I can't it all, remember. It all just felt a bit, you know, we're going to generate drama for the next, um, for the next game set up. Um, but that's my only criticism, really. The rest of it was fantastic. I still enjoyed the fights. I still like the boss battles were just epic. Um, I'm just fully engulfed in it. I got so engulfed in it actually that I'm. I was very tempted to platinum it. And then I realised to platinum the game, I'd have to walk around and get like 30 more Odin's Ravens and I just can't be fucked with that. (laughs) It's that kind of, that kind of achievement where it doesn't feel like you've actually achieved anything. It seems like you've just gone, persevered and gone. Sort of thing anyone could do if they had the time to do it. It doesn't feel like a test of skill or anything like that. It feels like, yeah, exactly. It feels like one of those, um, it feels like one of those achievements that I should have got or should have decided that I was going to get straight off the bat and looked in a guide and just gone like, I'm not going to look at spoilers. I just want to look at a guide for each zone to tell me where all the ravens are so that I can just get them as I'm progressing. Because yeah. now I'm just going to have to go back through all the worlds. I need to go to all the locations. I might have already got that one, but I won't know until I'm there sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's no just like, oh, I can't be no, asked. No. The the other achievements, though, 
it feels like they will be well earned. It would just be like, you know, complete all of the challenges in Messelheim, uh, get all of the um, treasures from um, the Dwarf Kingdom, uh, defeat all the Valkyries, and you sit there want to get. But if I get them, it means that I'll be left with like two achievements, which will be collect all the, the runes and collect all the fucking Odin Ravens, and I just can't be asked. So I've just decided, you know what, I think I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Um, from what people have said as well, like the Valkyries are actually quite difficult and a little bit grindy to complete. Yeah. Um, I killed all but know. the last one, and the last one was super duper hard. And I was yeah, they said is that you just got to learn the attack um, pattern. Well, it's patterns, yeah. It's, it, it's yeah. not really skill, it's just patterns. They said, and I think that's kind of ruined it for me because I looked at IGN and they were like, oh, look at our Valkyrie guide because I was actually at the stage where I could just unlock all the Valkyrie chambers and I was like, oh, where are all the chambers? I actually really like to start doing this. And then uh, on that that guide alone killed it for me because they were just like, here's our guide, how to defeat it. And it's just step one, they do these attacks. And I'm just like, oh, so it is just a learn the pattern, block, 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 attack, attack, block, attack. Right, cool. Let's just ingrain that into my brain. So, yeah. But like I said, I have really enjoyed the game. I'm excited for the second one, which I hope actually, well, it's definitely going to come out. It's one of the games of the years, isn't it? So, yeah. It's definitely coming out. I think the story definitely sucked me in. I agree with you, Rob. It slowed down towards the end. But, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's definitely... Uh, it deserves all the awards that it's won. Um, I've installed Uncharted, but I haven't got around to playing it. Um, this week, I have been playing Overcooked 2. Yes. The Hangry Horde DLC which is horrendously fun and entertaining, despite the fact I feel like an absolute child playing it. Um, well, It's just a great co-op game, and they're really rare now. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's a genuine co-op game. It's not one of those games where you just play with each other. Like, you generally have to work together to succeed. And it's super stressful, um, but in a good way. It challenges you. You feel yourself actually achieving and getting better at the game. And it's got a good level of difficulty where um, actually I don't feel like once you complete like the levels, you feel like you've achieved something, you've learned something. And as you go through each of the levels, it, it slowly gets harder. And then the final level ramps up to about 10 times harder than you expect it to be. And then you've got to try that a couple of times. But, you know, it kept us entertained for about two, three days. And for the DLC... That's really good. Um, so, yeah, it's a really good game. I think um, it's also got an arcade mode, which is easier. So if you wanted to play it with younger kids, um, you still can. Um, but me and Michael were doing it, so that's a two-player thing. I could not imagine doing it with more than two people because I reckon yeah. all the voices would start clashing. Everyone would start fucking hitting into each other. It would just become absolute chaos. And I have seen a lot of people online. I just was curious, and I searched it on YouTube. And like, there's a group of people, or there's a YouTuber who does it. He, he did it on his own. He did it with two people, and he did it fine. 
when he did it with four people, like the kitchen was setting on fire. Yeah, it seems, it seems, yeah. <laughs> like absolute chaos was ensuing yeah. simply because nobody knew what they were doing. Like when there's like a limited number of people, you kind of give each other's or you, you, you give yourself a role. You're like, right, I'm going to chop vegetables. Okay, I'm going to get meat. And everyone has their designated task. When there's four people, it feels like everyone's scrambling to do everything. So, but like I said, it's a lot of fun. I think it's a well-designed game. It's been hugely supported. And I think it's the only game in recent years that I've actually bought the season pass for and felt like it was worth it, which is saying something, really. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah. Apart from that, I downloaded Oxenfree because a lot of people were recommending it as a short game that can be completed. And at the minute, it's a bit of a drag. Oh, but again, God that's God. early stages. So you I'll... shouldn't be playing indie games. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I just thought that's I downloaded it. I just thought I just downloaded it. A lot of people were recommending it. So I thought Gareth I played Oxenfree about five years ago. <laughs> I think he did, genuine. Uh, I've not played it. But uh, it's you know, it's one of them things that's been on my radar. Yeah. A lot of people have said like, oh, it's quite good, um, it's a short campaign, but you have to play it multiple times few through to get all of the possible endings. And I went, Oh, that sounds quite interesting. But um it does this annoying thing where um where's <laughs> I don't know whether I just need to get used to it. It's a so it's got a dialogue tree option, which is like a quick time event. So it has when a conversation is going on, your character can comment during the conversation, or if a question gets asked directly to you, then obviously you can respond. There are always three responses, and it changes it up a bit to say that you know, it's say like X is usually the good response, Y is usually in the middle, and B is usually the negative response. But it changes it around depending on who you're talking to, which is quite good. Uh, what annoys me is is that your response seems to come too quick. So, for example, it would be like uh, they'll ask you too quick. I know, always a nuisance. Rob suffers massively from it, but. Um, no response. Is he there? He's coming. <laughs> oh no, he's gone. Oh fuck that you, Rob. Sense. That's probably why. Nah, don't fuck you, Rob. I like Rob. Uh, but yeah, what annoyed me was, yes, he's in. Uh, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> yes, he's in. Uh, what was annoying me is that, um, so say it will come up with the dialogue option and you choose it. And what I feel should happen is that it should wait until the conversation gets to the point where your character can talk. So at some time, at some points in the dialogue, it's like the guy is talking and then your response cuts in as if he had just finished what he was saying. And so it feels like it overlaps a little bit. And it just annoys me because it feels like you don't get the whole conversation. It feels like your character is constantly being a bitch and just butting in every single time. Oh, um, imagine that. Imagine somebody. Who I know. Imagine. Just butt imagine in you just when someone's trying to talk and you yeah, just I know. Can't stop overlapping with. Yeah, him. Dave. I can't. I can't think of someone who does that on a regular <laughs> occasion. Yeah, Dave. But yeah, so like I said, I feel like I need to get through one campaign. If I can get through one campaign, I might be interested. It might hook me. Uh, but I want to download Metro. 
I think is the next one. Too scary for me. I'm not sure. Oh, like actually, I've... a scary. Game. I didn't say it was scary. I said it was too scary for me. <laughs> Just saying, I'm a massive. That's a different thing. Then. Yeah. I've so, got, Bob, um... what else would you recommend? Uh, yeah, that's a better question. No, no, no. What do you mean? What else do I recommend? Nothing else oh. has been updated. I'm just going to put them down. It's Metro, Tomb Raider. Oh, what else? Just go back and listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just not here to just shadow the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Just enjoy it. I've got um, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus installed on my computer from Game Pass. Just waiting. Wrong. I feel like that's going to yeah. be a game I, I could waste like a few days on, get through it and just enjoy. Actually, yeah, I probably could do that as well. Yeah. Because I haven't played the first one either, so I can get through both games. No, I'm either, but I can imagine uh, Nazis bad, shoot Nazis. <laughs> I'm all caught. Yeah. <laughs> I'm caught so, up. Me, guess what I did? Oh, I completed... No, I, I completed Red Dead Redemption 2. And all you people out there that say, oh, it's not good. Oh, what is it? Cowboy Simulator? Well, yes, it is, actually. Yeah. How did you find okay. it? Um, I didn't. I downloaded it um, when it was released. Seriously, sometimes, Rob. It's like I'm talking to a fucking robot. <clears throat> did you enjoy the experience, Rob? What do you mean by a robot? Am I cra- crashing out again? No. <laughs> the way that you respond to questions. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I so found did you enjoy it, the game? There's people like you and Gareth that are... I don't know what your problem is with it. Like, I don't know what you want. I want it to be good in any way that a game can be good. No, I can understand why Gareth didn't enjoy it. It did drag at the start, but I got invested in it and I did enjoy it. I felt like it dragged on towards the end and I got really fed up with the conflict. Um, as in, I felt like it could have escalated earlier on mm-hmm. and then had a better impact towards the end. I'm not saying that it didn't... I didn't... I did enjoy the story. I think the start was very long, uh, but I enjoyed the world, which I uh, contradicted myself. Yeah, well, it's taken 10 months to to complete. So, you've gone... You've gone everywhere in that game. Yeah, I have. Every single ounce of... Any mission I could do, anything... That I could do any. I never fast travelled or anything like that, and just just a really brilliant game. That's you know, I thought Red Dead Redemption was great when it came out, the first one on 360. Yeah. Um, but you see just how much of an evolution games take because I was playing Red Dead Redemption, the original one, because obviously there was a 4K update on the Xbox One X. Yeah. And everything just seems so flat. I don't mean gameplay wise. I mean, because there was no uh, surgery back then, plastic surgery. There was none, but there was in Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I it was like all the the land was flat. There wasn't really any big mountains or vistas to look down upon. Yeah. Um, So it's come a long way since then, and playing Red Dead Redemption now, it's kind of like you can see how simple it actually is. Um, 
But yeah, I think Red Dead Redemption was constantly surprising me. Yeah, it did drag on sometimes, Red Dead Redemption 2. But I think so yeah. I managed to space it out and not rush it. I didn't really feel it as much. I would only really do like one story mission per week. So I wasn't just sitting there. Yeah, I think I think you played it the right way. I think it is a game in which they wanted you to take your time. They did want you to explore. I enjoyed the stranger missions a lot more than the main missions because I felt like the main missions were they were a lot more walking. It was a yeah. lot more like I felt like going, why are we doing this? Like mm. it just it just felt like again, if you play them back to back, it felt like they were just the same cut cut and paste sort of missions, but. Like you just did. If you break, if you broke it up with a lot more of the, you know, world building activities, then I think it is incredible. Like I really enjoyed the hunting. I really enjoyed the fishing. I re- and you know, really fucking boring things in other yeah. games. And I don't in this know. This one, I'm like, yeah, just fucking do it. <laughs> I don't know how much of it. Because I could imagine if I was playing it on like a. 21 inch tv with an xbox an xbox one base model it wouldn't be as impressive but it just as i'll show you on sunday dave Mm. really makes my jaw hit the floor and then when i pick my jaw up again and i start playing it again my jaw just falls down again and it keeps doing that now now, just imagine just imagine rob said that but instead of talking about red dead he's talking about my penis it still makes sense imagine that Imagine it, <laughs> and stop imagining it, and we're going on. Uh, all I think is a, a shame is the sort of DLC support that Rockstar give their games after. I would have loved some story yeah. mode DLC for GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption Two, but they focus obviously on, on their online. online. And they, so, yeah, everyone keeps saying is that online is an absolute fucking mess. It's a uh, yeah, but it's. it's still- Biggest selling game of 2009, yeah. GTA 5. So, every year, I think, pretty much. But they were just like, um, Michael said that he went on it, and he said, do you remember when GTA 5 was good because there, there was no like pay-to-win? Yeah. Uh, but as soon as GTA 5 online had a pay-to-win mechanic, as in, just get a Game Shark card, and then you can have $5 million dollars and you can buy a fucking helicopter and ruin everyone's life they said uh, yeah that, that you you were allowed those mechanics on day one uh, which means that everyone on it now fucking owns trains and shit <laughs> and he said it's an absolute shitstorm like there's no way that you can get anything done because everyone's just assassinating each other mm-hmm. so you sit there and go oh. But they're making money, and I'd love to see story mode DLC. I'll just add loads yeah. of missions on the map, and I'll get through them again. Yeah, I think that but, was it. Like, if they can add more, if the DLC added more strange missions into the game, then yeah, I'm sold. I'm back in. Yeah. Um, I think I've I've played Days Gone. I completed that. Really enjoyed that, but I've stuck up for Days Gone enough, and until yeah. Sony start paying me. I'm not going to do it. Until <laughs> I uh, start paying me to defend their games, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Exactly, I'm not going to. I refuse to. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing. Uh, we've all had a great week, really, haven't we? Let's think about it. Let's think about the WWF rather than the WWE. 
Let's think about the Godfather and what he used to do. He used to bring out those. But you can't do that now. You can't do that. Did you watch your? uh, Did you watch your collection? Your WWE historic collection? Yes, I did. And I'm just, I just watched the Godfather and everything that he's doing, and I watched the uh, the ladies doing their bikini contests, and I just thought. Obviously, we've come along so far since then, especially in WWE. Uh, but it does seem like a really dirty era that WWE don't really want to get involved with anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like advertiser-friendly, is it? No. That was the era that made them, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is the reason that they're popular. The reason that people... that The reason that they've got a fan base, and probably the reason why, you know, the the dads of the kids who now watch it recommended them to watch it. They were like, yeah, I grew up with this. It was really good. And then there was these Japanese fighters, which Gareth probably knows more about than me, Tanaka or something, and another one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Jim Ross was just being (laughs) slightly racist. (laughs) Should go back to Japan and stuff like that. I think I remember that. (laughs) So... Yeah, but very enjoyable. But everything's enjoyable when you're younger, isn't it? And you look back with nostalgia. Indeed. And Gareth still watches WWE. I do. In fact, it's SummerSlam this weekend. Would you like, Gareth, to put peanut butter on Albert's back and lick it off? Oh, God. Did he shave first? No. He's got that hairy back. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't like to, no, but how much... How much to make me do that? Nothing. What? Nothing. Well, just Will you fun. at least buy the peanut butter so I don't have to be out of pocket? Yeah, definitely. Do you like crunchy or smooth? <sighs> Surprise me, oh. mate. Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know if it would help. No, crunchy probably. No, I don't know. Right, well, obviously it's late now. Uh, Gareth made us start late. I like to start around 7 o'clock. But I'd, tonight we start. I had a very good late. reason. Uh, in he the, did have a very good reason. He did. The first reason was I was doing a poo, which I think is fine. Which is oh, fine. First reason was to gym. Well, okay, but the, the gym I got home at like ten to eight, so I had like time to spare. Well, why couldn't you do it at the gym? Well, I, I did. When I got to the gym, I had a shit. <laughs> when I got oh home from God. the gym, I had another shit. This is just how you're losing weight, isn't it? Just <laughs> to be fair, yeah, that is literally what happens. People lose yeah. a lot of weight because you suddenly become more... Your bowel becomes a lot more lubricated and you just, you just shit more. Go on, Dave. That's it. I'm a big yeah. boy. I do big dumps, okay? Uh, but then I got off I the toilet after doing a shit and I went to switch my PC yeah. on and it wasn't coming on. So then I went downstairs oh, and the fridge wasn't on. Um, so I had to figure out how to like flip the breakers on the f- fuse box. But I did it. That's some grown man shit. He got an achievement. He got an achievement that, for that it. That is some 30-year-old man shit. Figure it yeah. out for yourself. Just flipping okay. some switches on a fuse box and just fixing shit. It's fine. Um, you now need to figure out why, why, or what's flipping all the fuses because that yeah. shit should not be happening. I think it's a, a plug <laughs> and, in my and room. And the fridge still on? The fridge is on because now. Because I yeah. did that and because f- the fuse blew in the fridge, so when I thought that I flipped the the breaker on, that everything would come back, but obviously the fridge didn't. 
It was oh, only man. a few days later that I realised. Did you oh, lose wow. all your uh, crunch corners? Shows goods, yeah. It's a shame. Crunch so, corners used to be a lot better, didn't they? They did, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Did they change the recipe? I don't know. I just think you either had like the one with the uh, kind of sauce and jam, mm. like strawberry and stuff. Yeah. But then they started getting a little bit larry, didn't they, and started doing more breakfast cereal things. Yeah. But I don't know why they were called Crunch Corners, because it was yogurt and jam. There was nothing crunchy <laughs> There's about no it. There no crunch in it. There were crunchy ones. It's like the little white and brown balls. Yeah, yeah I that remember that nice. one. And, and the strawberry, like the it was strawberry cheesecake, wasn't it, or something like that? That does exist, were, yeah. Yeah, and it had like strawberry yogurt and white and pink balls. And did you crack? Did you do what you were supposed to do and kind of flip? The yeah, corner into the yogurt. Yeah, of course. Or did you eat them separately? No, I, I, I had a friend here. Who eats uh, them separately? That's a psychopath no, yeah, this move. Is this is it. Yeah, this is it. So my mate at uni, when I say mate, house friend, um, used to be, you yeah, need to so distance yourself from this person immediately. Well, this is what yeah. I've just said. When I say friend, I don't mean friend. I mean person that okay. I, be, I was forced to live with in the first year of university. Um, yeah. Used to wash up. The small, so the sugar spoon, you know, like the smallest spoon known to man, uh-huh. um, that common people own in the kitchen. She used to wash up the sugar spoon, okay, to eat the crunch corners, and she used to grab a bit of yogurt, grab a bit of the crunchy bits from the separate pot, and then eat it that way. And I was just looking at yeah. it, it's like you do realize that you just fold it in and, and it tastes the exact same, right? And she was like, no, it doesn't. I was like, you're nuts. You're going to kill us all. God. You are literally going to murder us. Just hearing about this makes me nervous for some reason. <laughs> Thank you. It's because it's... I'm so glad. <laughs> I, thought everyone, I thought I was the weird yeah. one. Because no one else was talking about it. I was just like, why is no one else talking about this? Why is no one talking about this psychopathic behaviour which is going on? Yeah, you were, you were in the right, Dave. That That is important and, yeah. information to know about someone. Yeah, exactly. Look how they're... they're oh. I also look okay. at people how they fold heaters as well. So when they're making a fajita, if they don't fold up the one end so that you have like a base. Yeah, you gotta catch all that shit. All the yeah, you sauce all. that would drip out, you gotta catch all. Yeah, exactly. Someone again, probably her, just used to roll them up like a fucking cigarette. You know, just like in a carpet. Like a Yeah. But stone cold meats were never really great, were they? Pardon? <laughs> stone cold. What the fuck? Stone oh, cold. Steve Austin, his knees, and then big his braces. Knees. He used to yeah, wear. he used oh. to wear like massive, like skater knees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's your favorite? So what is your favorite wrestling game? Uh, I used to like um, SmackDown. Here comes the pain on the PS2. Oh, what is I'm, it? I'm a real basic bitch. I WWF No Mercy for the N64. That's the answer everyone gives, and I feel very yeah. unspecial when I say it. It's either that or Royal Rumble and the Dreamcast, a lot of people say. Actually, yeah, Royal Rumble and the Dreamcast. I remember um, I never owned a Dreamcast, but my cousin did. And I used to remember I loved it every single second Sunday of the month. He used to come around and visit. And he used to bring the Dreamcast, and we used to... He, he, he only wanted to play cricket, and we just wanted to play Smack. What a weird guy does that. Yeah, you've been around some fucking awful people in your life. (laughs) (laughs) 
The game that I remember the most <laughs> um, is obviously SmackDown 2. No, you're yeah. not. On the PlayStation 1. There was another one that we used to play on the Xbox. But I can't remember it. Halo. Oh, for... <laughs> <laughs> Another game. Be serious. W- I do... <laughs> Actually, it would not shock you if I if I told you I had never played Halo. I have, but you know, I could run with that. I could be like, but Halo, what's that? Interesting, though, Dave. That it, it's quite strange because each uh, console had its own wrestling games. It did. So, and they were all made by different people. So the GameCube had. I believe they had like No Mercy and stuff like that. Yes. Um, I had a WCW game on the GameCube. I remember that. Yeah. But it was just strange how they had their own ones. The GameCube came out after WCW ended, so it won't be. I swear it was a WCW game on GameCube. Was it 2003? WCW? Oh, no, it was on PlayStation. Yeah, it was WCW Nitro. There you go. Oh, that was the original PlayStation, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. So it was on PlayStation. And then right, it let's go to bed now. But yeah. So many wrestlers died, didn't they, Gareth? Wrestlers like, die so young. Rumble 1999. And like Test came out, and then Farouk came out. And then Farouk's Big alive. Boss Man came out. Farouk's not alive. Farouk's alive, mate. Not Farouk. No, Viscera, that's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Viscera's dead. There's no shock that Viscera died young. Yeah. British Bulldog, and they're all coming out one by one. And I thought to myself, these guys are all dead. But why, guys? <laughs> that same Royal Rumble's happening right now, just in heaven. It could be. But what I'm saying to you, Gareth, is why are these guys just dying? Because they wear their bodies out, and then yeah, they take they... pills to dull the pain, and they get addicted to the pills, and the pills destroy their body, while they're destroying their body with wrestling. Yeah, but why didn't Stone Cold do that? Because he literally had no knees. Well, the thing is, Stone Cold's main event run was only like three or four years long when you add it all up. He only had like two runs with the championship belt, really. Yeah. This poor guy. Poor Jeff Hardy as well. Been arrested again. Yeah, what a fucking moron. I'd love he's given so many opportunities. Just don't drink and drive. It's fucking well easy. <laughs> yeah. It's it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> Simple logic. If you're having a drink, get a fucking taxi home. <laughs> You've got the money. <laughs> if you're a wrestler, the best place for you to go, arguably, is WWE. You finally get there, and then you drink and drive. What's the fucking yeah. point in that? I uh, one where he was in a... I think it was TNA, and he was wrestling Sting, and he was off his nut, Jeff yeah. Hardy. So they had to finish it really quickly. Yeah, he's visibly like not yeah. all there. It's proper distressing to watch. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's not in control. I reckon he's actually going to injure himself. And then when those when those paramedics come in, it's not one of those. Oh, look, he might be injured. Storyline paramedics. Yeah. It's a genuine hospital <laughs> ambulance. He's out of there because well, this kayfabe, sh- isn't it, Gareth. Yeah, yeah kayfabe, kayfabe is a very interesting concept. Would you like a girlfriend called Kayfabe? <laughs> no. Right, I- let's go to bed now. <laughs> you you you've said that three times and started another discussion. Why is it? 
Triple H's best entrance music. Is it the one that goes, one, two, this song, yo, Jimmy, hit me with that Triple H. That's a very good one. It's my yeah. time. That's the one I remember him for. Yeah. Uh, it's current one. The one he's had for years and years and years. Uh, bow down. <laughs> no. Bow down to the king? Time no. to play. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Yeah, I like Bow Down to the King as well. Bow Down to the King, he has his separate entrance music for when he's wearing a suit. That's a fucking G right there. Yeah, to be fair, that is a... That's it. He didn't. How did he alone do that? But everyone says, like, an amount of interviews I've read, like, everyone hates him. Road Dog hates him, X-Pac hates him, Billy Gunn hates him. (laughs) So all the other members of DX that didn't do as well. Yeah, I thought you'd know all this, Gareth. But you know, listening to interviews and stuff, hardly anyone in the WWE. Maybe it's jealousy because obviously the McMahon he's, dynasty. Yeah, he's by far like, the most wealthiest wrestler. Yeah, but right, let's go to bed now. I speak. Do you actually like, mean that now? Yeah, I'm going to bed now because my okay. wife wants Amazing. me to um, go to bed. Yes, I understand that. Go to bed. Let's do it like in the night garden. Someone's not in bed. <laughs> Gareth's not in bed. I, I'm in bed right now. That's the thing. Well, you're not asleep, bitch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking... You caught me. In the Night Garden Adult Edition, where they just like... Just so we, we're not doing the news then? Is that the... <laughs> That's the headline here, right? The headline here is that the news can wait until next time. Yeah, Rob's already gone. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> So, until next time, where we'll actually do a full-length podcast with news, game banter talk, uh, probably some film review, if I actually go to the cinema in the next seven weeks when the next podcast comes out. What are you planning uh, on watching? Hobson Shaw? Uh, I don't know. Quentin See, I was just looking Tino online. I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of Quentin Tarantino. When I say not a massive fan, I fucking hate him. What? And I think his movies are overrated. I... Um, See, I've liked his most recent three films, but I've disliked his earlier ones. For me, he started off shit, and he's been getting steadily better and better and better as his films. I've only, out. I've only ever liked Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards is good. Kill Bill Volume good... One is arguably just a great no. action film. Uh, I still can't watch it. I still can't get over the fact that he's just literally... He, he just wants to be wanked off because he's... Uh, I'm referencing pop culture. Look at me. Oh, look, I've got an animator. I've got an anime segment in my movie. Uh, no, fuck off. Okay, well, I can't uh, disagree with you because that's 100% accurate. <laughs> exactly. I, he, and I, just, I, I can't see past it. And I think that's it. Because I can just see him just sitting there just going, look how fucking smart I am. No, you're not. It's just... <laughs> And I just can't help the fact that it's a basic story. And someone said this to me in um, when I when I studied film at university. He said, I love Quentin Tarantino because he, he takes a basic story and tells it in the most convoluted way possible. And I was like, why is that a good thing? Yeah. And then he was like, it makes it more exciting. I said, does it? Does it make it more exciting that in Pulp Fiction, all you do for two and a half hours is run around in circles for no reason? Yeah, that's a really bad argument. There are arguments I can see for Quentin Tarantino, like his dialogue writing abilities and stuff, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I I get the argument. I said, yeah. 
I said, yeah, I said, I, I can understand that his filmmaking process is something that, um, you know, people respect. Yeah. I can understand, you know, and, and, and enjoy. I said, but when I say that I don't like Quentin Tarantino, everyone just looks at me as if I just, you know, fucking insulted Jesus or something. And he's going, no, 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 seriously, I just don't like his style. Why is that a bad thing? Yes, he's good at writing dialogue. Yes, he's very interesting at directing and his cinematography is like, no, you know, it's iconic. But he stored, like, I go to watch a movie to be entertained. And the entertainment comes from the story. Without a narrative, there is no movie for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not into those artsy films that don't really have a fucking narrative. I just feel like he's bringing artistic culture and tries to make it mainstream and it doesn't work. Um, you know, not to say that a, so something like a momentum is a great example. Momentum. Because that's you mean tells, memento? It's memento, isn't it? I always mispronounce <laughs> it. But no, that tells a convoluted that that tells a basic story in a very convoluted manner, but it slowly reveals the story as it goes on. I think the issue with Quentin Tarantino is the majority of his movies do not have a point to them, and everyone goes, "Yeah, but that's the point." And I think that's why I enjoyed Inglorious Bastards because it actually had a story. Yeah, it actually had a point to it. Okay, and I and then I enjoyed because the rest of the you know the the dialogue, the quips, the jokes, the gore, the action all had a point to it. Mm. And you know that was entertaining to me rather I, than I think my favorite film of his has been Django Unchained. I really like that film. I uh, see I haven't seen that. So I, I guess I will have to just bite the bullet and watch one. Yeah, and Hateful Eight is, is good, but it's you have to know what it is before you go. It's just these people, all eight of these people, just in a very confined space, and the tension that would bring. It's not the, like once you know it's that, and you go in expecting that. I enjoyed it. Oh, right. if you go in it not thinking, not knowing what's going on, it's very still camera work for no fucking reason. <laughs> It, not necessarily still can work, but it's yeah, it, like it could be a stage play. It's that kind of film. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but no, yeah, I was just looking online. There's not a lot on. I'm not sure if I want to watch. I feel compelled to watch The Lion King. I know that I'm going to enjoy it, but it's just The Lion King. Um, I feel like I want to watch Yesterday, but I feel like I can wait until that comes out on DVD. Um. Yeah, it just depends. Like I said, I'm going to London. I might go and uh, watch something when I'm there with my brother. Uh, it just depends what he's in the mood for. Um, yeah. Which brother? Uh, the good brother or the bad brother or the other brother? The good brother. Good okay. brother. Good, good. Yeah. So, but yeah, looking forward to it. And like I said, hopefully play some more games yeah. for y'all. Until next time, Gareth. Until it was a next. pleasure. Always a pleasure, Dave. Always a pleasure. Apart from that one time where it wasn't. But we'll no, yeah, apart from that, yeah, yeah, we went all that again. Yeah, yeah, it was right, weird. Yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah, you know, mistakes were made. It's fine. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Bye. Right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.